Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Jeremiah chapter 31, verses 31 through 33. This is a critical passage. It illuminates a ton of what God is doing in biblical history through his redemptive plan, how it's all unfolding. We're going to be here in Jeremiah. We're going to go back to Deuteronomy. We're going to go to Romans in the New Testament, talk about circumcision, and hopefully keep it all under just a few minutes. This is really incredible stuff. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah, not like the covenant that I made with their fathers on the day when I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, my covenant that they broke, though I was their husband, declares the Lord. For this is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my law within them. And I will write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. So Jeremiah is communicating on behalf of God to the people of Judah, and he's saying there's going to be a new covenant. You guys are familiar with the old covenant that was established by Moses, but there's going to be a new covenant someday where you're going to be having the law written on your hearts and where you're going to have your the law within you. Of course, the old covenant, which was given to Moses, to the people, through Moses, to the people of Israel, God gave them the Ten Commandments on tablets of stone, and they were called to obey those commandments. And that was the old covenant. The old covenant centered around strict obedience to Mosaic law. It, it centered around regular sacrifices to atone for the times when they didn't fully obey the law. And what we know now, because we're in Jeremiah, and we've seen all this unfold, is that the old covenant was insufficient to save people because nobody, nobody could obey Mosaic law. Everybody sinned. Everybody fell short. Everybody drifted. Here we're in a situation where they've taken on the gods of other peoples and they're going to be punished by God for their sin. And so this has not worked and there will be a new covenant that does work. Let's go back to Deuteronomy 29. This is when they're just coming out of Egypt and Moses is renewing the covenant in Moab. And Moses summoned all Israel and said to them, you have seen all that the Lord did before your eyes in the land of Egypt to Pharaoh and to all his servants and to all his land. Remember the 10 plagues, the great trials that you saw with your eyes, the signs and those great wonders. But to this day, the Lord has not given you a heart to understand or eyes to see or ears to hear. When it says he has not given you a heart to understand, what this is saying is like these guys aren't able to fully obey the law from a heart level. He's given them the law externally, obey these rules, but what we're going to find out, what Moses is alluding to, is that their heart still doesn't understand. They don't serve and worship and honor God perfectly from their heart. They might obey his commands from time to time, but it's certainly not a perfect obedience, which is required by God. And this sets up the entire Old Testament in their failure. How important is the heart to the Lord? Well, here's what it says in Deuteronomy 6, verse 5 and 6. We covered this in the Bible overview a long time ago. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart with all your soul and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. In other words, these aren't just external commands for you to obey. These are heart level commands. And you need to be all in, not just externally checking the, the obedience box on don't do this or don't do that, but you need to be all in internally in loving me and serving me with all your heart, all your soul and all your might, which of course, no man, no human who is stained with the sin of Adam is able to do. Here's verse 
6 in chapter 30 of Deuteronomy. And the Lord and the Lord your God will circumcise your heart and the heart of your offspring so that you will love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul that you may live. So this is alluding to circumcision, which was a sign of the covenant where men would get their foreskin cut off. But this isn't talking about foreskin. This is talking about your heart being circumcised. And this is, again, an allusion to something that's going to happen in the future where God is going to circumcise people's hearts so that they're not just obeying the law. They're not just obeying the covenant with this little dinky sign externally, but where they are wholeheartedly bought into the covenant because their hearts are circumcised. This idea of circumcision is something Paul takes up in Romans chapter 2, verses 25 through 29. Check this out. This is critical stuff for us today to understand what it means to know God and be saved and forgiven and redeemed. For circumcision indeed is of value if you obey the law. But if you break the law, your circumcision becomes uncircumcision. So in other words, Jewish man, you've been circumcised. Good for you. But that's only valuable if you perfectly obey the law. That's what we're going after here is perfect obedience of the law, not just some little sign of a covenant that you've made into something more important than it is. So if a man who is uncircumcised keeps the precepts of the law, will this not Will not his uncircumcision be regarded as circumcision? In other words, what about the other guys who aren't Jewish, who didn't grow up with this ritual and who are not circumcised, but who obey the law nonetheless? We'll come back to that in a second, because how is that possible if they're sinful? Well, if that happens, then the uncircumcision will be regarded as circumcision because this person is obviously displaying a, a circumcision of the heart, a heart-level commitment to God. Verse 27, then he who is physically uncircumcised but keeps the law will condemn you who have the written code and circumcision but break the law. For no one is a Jew who is merely one outwardly, nor is circumcision outward and physical. But a Jew is one inwardly, and circumcision is a matter of the heart by the spirit, not by the letter. His praise is not from man, but from God. So what is going on here? Well, here's the thing. This is all hanging on the linchpin of the new covenant, and that is Jesus Christ. What did Jesus Christ do? We've said this several times. He came and he perfectly obeyed the Mosaic law in a way that no man ever could. And because he was perfect, he was able to provide the final and perfect sacrifice under the old covenant, the sacrificial system, so that that could be satisfied and God's righteous requirements of the law could be satisfied. Then when he rises from death, defeating sin, death, and the power of the devil. Anybody who puts their faith and trust in him receives his righteousness, the perfection that he lived, and they receive the penalty they deserve to pay, death, Mark paid on their account. So when somebody puts their faith in Christ, whether they were part of the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob or not, they receive his righteousness. And God's law is written on their hearts. Their hearts are circumcised and they stand holy and blameless before the Lord. Friends, Obeying rules and religious, doing religious rituals are completely worthless if you do not trust Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. That's the new covenant. And I hope that you trust Christ, and I hope that you're not putting your hope in 
quote, being a good person or going to church or knowing a lot of religious stuff because that's not going to cut it. Only faith in Christ, according to the new covenant, which is prophesied all the way back in Deuteronomy and Jeremiah. Praise the Lord. Have a great day. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.